Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the center stage. My name is Luke. I'm here with Beatrice and Ashlyn. Ladies, it's Tuesday, Monday. What day is it? It's Tuesday. Are you sure? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> B's like, where, are, where am I? Am I on the Where am I? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. You That's haven't said anything about being hungry yet. That's the only thing I, I want to say now. That's <laughs> what, what calories are you on right now, B? Like, what, I have no idea. Like, Joe changes my, my diet probably every day so oh, okay i can yeah i send him the um, the check-ins every almost every day okay. uh, when he asks me but um for the last couple of days it was every day and he decides what i eat and what not or okay. if it's a high day or a refeed or okay. a lower day or and today i'm assuming yeah, today is I'm a lower day much. wait hmm? i'm assuming today is a lower day then so what do you have like one mento, yeah. like three slices of lettuce <laughs> no, two uh, two and a half because you know the, the other half, <laughs> the other half is a lot. I, I would Too have much. to make. I would I would have to do like fifteen minutes more of cardio probably. Oh my to burn that burn one, piece of <laughs> <laughs> one piece of lettuce. One exactly. One of celery. You know celery is you know celery is negative calories, but you still got to burn it off. <laughs> oh my god, this professor it's so good. <laughs> oh my I gosh really like i it. love celery and peanut butter especially yeah it's really good it's delicious I mean, I, I, honestly i just like celery in general but it's even it's even better with wings we don't it's, don't it's eat pretty a good lot with wings. Portugal. buffalo wings you don't get buffalo wings in portugal yeah we do <laughs> okay are you drooling? Uh, but not with celery like oh. never are i think we don't ever you, have it like are you thinking about wings it? right now b no, I don't really like wings, to be honest. Oh, okay, good. So, you're, so you're, I'm glad. Yeah, you're a you're a sushi lover. Yes, I am. I have some. I don't like any me. meat on a bone. It grosses me out. You don't like meat. I, on I the like bone? it actually. On a bone, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't. I like like boneless wings. I like, but if it's on a bone, I don't like it. You know what's I, and I'm probably I'm I'm weird like this, but I don't like I don't like regular chicken on the bone, like. If we were to, like, if you go to, like, you know, a chicken place that sells fried chicken or whatever, like, even the grocery store, you know, whatever, where they sell, like, fried chicken, I don't like, like, the big pieces of, like, thighs and breasts and all that stuff on the bone, but I love wings on the bone. It's weird. That's so like, weird, yeah. yeah. Like how I don't wife like likes, the breasts. You like, like the dry breasts. like regular breasts, yeah, like, yeah. like white meat. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's like my wife likes peanuts but hates peanut butter. That's so like, funny. <laughs> I'm opposite. I love peanut butter, but I don't like peanuts. And it's not that I dislike peanuts. I just, it's not my favorite, like, nut. I really like the um, cashews and almonds, like, oh, way yeah. more. Cashews. And macadamia nuts, way more. So you can have, like, three cashews today. Tell Joe I said it's okay, okay, B? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. That's okay. way too much fat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so how are you doing? here. Tell us how you're feeling uh, for real. Break it down. I'm feeling super great. I've had so far in seven days, I had uh, 
two refeeds. So it means that my body is, is kind of starting to work because b before um, it was progressing, but it wasn't progressing as we wanted to, if I'm making any sense. Um, so yeah, I was losing weight, this and that, but you know, uh, it wasn't the ideal in our opinion. Uh, so I did that, um, those five days of really low calories and then we had a refeed and now it's been stable. I would say like the diet, um, has been really good and I've, I've been feeling awesome. Uh, plus the cardio is the one that I really like. I've been doing, um, list se sessions, but Besides that, and the one that I really like is the heat post-workout and uh, met met metabolic uh, circuits and this and that. So today was the first day doing that um, those circuits. Cool. And yeah, I've been feeling great. Like, oh yeah, now I'm feeling um, a little bit tired during, during the day. Like when I arrive home and I take a bath, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel tired. And by this time, or like I would say around 10, I still have um, a session of steps to do. So like around 11, I start really sleeping, you know? Yeah. Okay. But you're but feeling good feeling overall. Great. But you're feeling Yeah, good. yeah, exactly. How, you, how are you looking? Because I haven't seen any like, I have to send you pictures. all the pictures. <laughs> how do you I really haven't seen updates. I need to see some updates. Yeah. How do you feel you're <laughs> looking right now? Uh, I think I'm ahead of the time regarding like my belly okay. uh, because it looks dry, like stage ready dry, but I still have, I still have to, um, to, I would say like lose uh, weight on my arms and in my legs. Okay. Uh, I think it's just that thing like, and now I'm just under three weeks out. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm hearing myself. I don't know why. Yeah, I hear a couple echoes. Are you not? You didn't do anything different today. You're just normal. Phone no, yeah, all the same. Okay, just weird. Could just be the connection. I'm not Maybe hearing it. My mom. At all. She just arrived home. Oh, okay. That was your mom echoing in the background. No, she's downstairs. But I don't know. Like last <laughs> time, it was my sister. Do you remember? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm glad. So, I'm yeah. glad you're feeling good. I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad things are going in the right direction. And let's just keep it going that way, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. In yes. one week. Oh, no, in two weeks. Uh, yeah. Exactly two weeks. I'm heading to Spain. Oh, yeah. Everything so. seems on point, ready to go. I doubt they're canceling anything now, right? Well, no, they haven't canceled anything. They confirmed everything today because um, I, I didn't wake up. But in the morning, uh, two girls messaged me that and they are going to compete there as well. Uh, but they messaged me saying that they heard that they were saying that they wanted to move from uh, the, the show from Spain to Italy. Um, so yeah, it was a, a little bit of a mess today. Um, but then they confirmed like at 100% that it's going to be done in Spain. Good. Yeah, so I'm going to drive, uh, my dad is going to drive uh, until Alicante, to Alicante. Um, and yeah, on Tuesday. Cool. Good deal. So what's up with you, Ash? How you doing over there? Are you still like eating your neighbor's dogs or, I mean, um, just kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I everything you see? eating everything in sight. No, I'm yeah. not actually. Um, so I have been tracking back on my tracking. I did my check-in today. Um, I got a two hour massage yesterday, which was amazing. And so obviously I'm a little bit, um, inflamed today. So 
I was expecting that I went up like three pounds, which is, you know, pretty normal. Just, it's just inflammation and stuff from the, I did, it was a two hour massage. So it was super like, just like, and she's really deep. So like she did my whole entire body, literally from my forehead all the way down to my toes. Nice. Um, That's a great feeling. I've never had that. I've only had a one hour, like, and usually it's like the normal, you know, your back, your shoulders, your neck, like you know, if you have a couple problem areas, you tell them what they, what it is, but I've never had literally like a two hour long leave feeling like a noodle massage before. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. She's incredible. She's like, um, she, you go to her house, so she's not like at an office or anything. And right. she does, she specializes in, um, like athletes. So she knows like all the areas, like she really finds like, um, knots and really just digs really deep in those knots. And just like, if you have pressure anywhere and stuff, she even massages like your face, like she massages like your cheeks and like, um, oh my yeah, God, I wish. she's really incredible. And I always have, um, knots in my forearms, but just because mm. like from squeezing from, you know, training all the time, um, and she always gets those knots out and I swear it's like the most painful thing ever but it feels so good after like two days right. of, re- of recovering after so I'm really excited because I know that um, my workouts are going to be so great so it was much needed so I needed to get that done I've been kind of putting it off because um, I've just had so much going on yeah you've been doing so much competition you really don't have time for mm-hmm. like, and since it keeps me inflamed I don't like to do it um you know so as I'm like really close to a show yeah I'm envisioning right now like this lady massaging like your cheeks and being like we're gonna make <laughs> smile bigger we're gonna make the smile bigger <laughs> I don't know it's weird it just sounds like it's, honestly the first time she did it I was like I was not expecting it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all. She just did it, like, without me even, like, I didn't ask her to do it. She just does it. And so, and I didn't realize how many, like, knots and stuff I had in my face. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that hurts. And I didn't even realize. I'm going to have to go for my face massage now. It was, it was amazing. She even does, like, your forehead in between your eyes, on your scalp, and then under your neck, like, where your, where your hairline starts, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's just like a lot of do yeah. what no i wonder if using my gun like on my face would help or my you know the massage gun you know like yeah yeah i yeah. think that would hurt yeah, i don't know hours later, like, a friend of mine phone. tried it uh with my with my gun and he told me it was okay it was actually good so i have oh. to try it today yeah, yeah, I I have no idea if that's accurate or not. Like to be <laughs> honest, I I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Do not post a picture with a black eye tomorrow, please. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh but yeah, God. we need to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Put the gun on your eye. <laughs> so Ash, oh yeah, God. especially on the eye, okay? Right. <laughs> Ash, what's your official timeline as of this week today? So, um, right now I am nine and a half weeks out from, uh, the wings of strength, Arizona pro, and then I'm 11 weeks out from the Olympia. So I have plenty of time. I'm actually going to start my official, official prep and everything on Monday next week, which is a week earlier than what I originally thought. Um, but 
I feel really good. I've had, that'll give me a whole four weeks, which I know a lot of people are probably thinking like four weeks isn't nothing, but for me, it is like four weeks is, is plenty of time I've gotten to eat. I haven't been restrictive at all. I haven't been focused on anything, but enjoying life and chilling and relaxing and going on trips with Curtis and just, you know, just not stressing about anything, but, you know, focusing on work and that's pretty much it. So, um, I'm ready. Like mentally, I'm so ready. I actually did my check-in this morning and I just told her, you know, I, I want to start a week earlier. I think that, you know, mentally I'm so ready. I feel like my body has recovered a hundred percent. Like my workouts have been so great and I'm just, I'm just ready to get back on it. So, um, we're, we're going to start next Monday and I'll be tracking and of course the rest of the week. So, um, over this little vacation. So we went to the white sands this past weekend, me and Curtis and our pups. And, um, I tracked all week last week, but then obviously Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, when we were out of town, I didn't track when we were out of town. So I just intuitively ate while we were out and then we got back, um, Sunday night. And so Monday, yesterday, and the, the rest of this week and the rest of this weekend. And from now on, I will be tracking hundred percent. Um, no more cheat meals or anything that I can't track. So everything will be tracked and then, um, we'll start prep and, all that on Monday. So I'm really excited to just get everything going for this next prep. Oh. It will be awesome. Right. Yes. In the week you receive your contract. Yeah, I'm really I'm waiting. Um obviously I think that there is let's see, one, two It will be in October, I think. Three. Yeah, it's like three and a half weeks. So the seventeenth um is the last date to qualify so it's three and a half weeks and then i'll i'll be able to officially like fully announce that like i'm qualified for sure and then um i'll get the contract and all that good stuff so i'm really excited yeah last year i did the same i really wanted the contract first and just then say that i that i was qualified actually Yes, I think that that's like, I've, mm -hmm. I've talked a little bit here and there, like on like my stories and stuff, but nothing like official official. So I'm waiting to like actually make a real post and everything about it and it just right. announce that I get to go and all that. So it'll be fun. Yeah, me too. Are sure. there any more qualifying shows between now and the 17th or no, right? We have, yes. I think we have Spain, we have, well, you uh, have probably like, I'm wondering about the, the states over here. Sorry. Yeah, I think it's so, you have like three or four shows. Oh, really? Sure. Yeah, there's there's oh, one in more. Minneapolis. Okay, I don't realize. Yeah, they that. actually added they added another one recently. Um, I don't remember where it is, but I believe that it's a Spectrum Fitness show. They added a new show, and then they're going to be announcing it soon. Right, um, that 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 will have pro bikini, and then there's one in Minneapolis that's coming up. Um, then there's Battle in the Desert. There is uh, the Chicago Pro, which is the cutoff. Okay. um so that's like four right there and and i don't know oh there's also uh sacramento wait is sacramento championships after i'm not i, I have no after. idea that one's after so okay. there, there's a, a few maybe four or five left cool. yeah and in in asia i think they have one like two days ago or yesterday not sure okay cool yeah another bikini qualified as well I there's a couple more yeah there's definitely quite a few more so there's i mean i don't think you're you're not at a, where are you in points right now are you number one yes <laughs> and i have i have like 31 or 32 points or something like that okay cool yeah yeah so, uh, there's nobody <laughs> knocking you off that pedestal 
Oh, no. I mean, no. Even if somebody were to place, like, consistently, like, say they were in my shoes and they placed second place, like, like for the remainder of the shows, mm-hmm. um, they still wouldn't beat me out of the top spot. That so, is good to know. Yeah, um, it's it's amazing. So we are caught up. We know where you're at. You know, Ashlyn is fully, you know, fully fed and happy. B is starving and wants to stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Blame Monday, Joe. <laughs> Monday, Ashlyn, so you'll be in the same boat very soon. So yes, I will. Let's dive into some questions. So we got a really good question and one of the things that I've heard you guys talk about before in the past, both of you, um, especially with your glutes, you guys talked about the mind-muscle connection. Now, we had a question from a, you know, from a listener, I guess, B submitted these, so um, about improving the mind-muscle connection. And I want to get your feedback on that so that you guys can both kind of help, you know, ladies out there that, to understand or to, to, to kind of realize the concept or of how you developed you know, a strong mind muscle connection, because we all know you see people working out in the gym and they're just moving weight back and forth. And you see that person physically working out and you're like, they're not doing anything. Like they may be sore because they are actually using somewhat of the muscle, but they're not actually engaging the full fibers like we want, you know, when, when it comes to being a professional bodybuilder. So why don't you guys both break down for us your experience with uh, improving and you're really like perfecting that mind muscle connection. Well, I think that the best thing that happened with me regarding the mind-muscle connection was a quarantine, to be honest, because I was forced to just use bands and light weights and, you know, high reps, this and that. So it really made me focus or learn how to really focus on the glutes in this case, because shoulders for me is okay, like rear delts, okay, it's, it's always a little bit more difficult than the um, than presses and this and that but uh, I've always had I would say a good mind muscle connection with my upper body so my problem was always with the glutes and just going back to the basics and you know just using a simple band during the whole workout and focusing on the reps focusing on the squeeze and this and that really really helped me um, but the thing that I, okay, we, we won't be in quarantine just because of mind muscle connection. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know, because now in Portugal, Spain, whatever, like everything is going down again. So I don't know if, I don't know, uh, maybe I'm going back to the mind muscle connection, uh, after some weeks. Um, but yeah, uh, what I would say is uh, that I start every session with one to two exercises that are really focused on activation and not just weight. Uh, so like, I don't know, bend, uh, bended glute bridges and bended kickbacks. So I, I would add uh, probably like 10 kilos or something to the glute bridges just to have a little bit more of tension and just doing it for like, I would say five sets of 20 to 30 reps really to burn the muscle. I don't know if you do the same, Ash, uh, because normally people do like one to two sets, I would say, of the, the exercise uh, they are about to do, like to perform as a, mm-hmm. a warm-up and as like the activation. But I personally, I like to use different exercises like the glute bridges because I, I find it 
easier for me to to have the mind muscle connection and then jump into the other exercise like the actual exercises of the of the session do you so whenever you do that um i know that you also do like you do like a little warm-up before and then you jump into it but whenever you do decide to start your workout do you do like a lighter weight to kind of get warmed up and then bump up the weight or do you just go full on because you feel like you're warmed up and you can just start at a heavier weight i jump into the heavier weight like straight you do. but i do like uh i would say like eight to nine sets of glute activation um Exercises. So you do the glute activation, just a different, just a different exercise. And then whenever you're ready, you feel like you're ready. You just jump into the higher weight and just start your set. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I try okay. to go as like, I try to do the, the, um, the pyramid, you know, or pyramid. I don't know. Uh -huh. Um, uh, the, that kind of set. I have my glute days, like two of them. I have the first exercise being 10 sets and following that that idea or that concept. So I try to go like straight to a heavier load, you know, so that I can reach the the heaviest that I can at, uh, on the fifth or on, on the seventh uh, between both um, sets, like the heaviest. But, and if I start with, you know, lightweight, I, I wouldn't be able to, to reach that, I would say. Because I like to like increase the weight step by step, I would say not uh, add, I don't know, like 40 kilos. Um, so yeah, I try to, to do like one to two exercises, like the ones I mentioned before. And then I, I jump straight back, straight into the, um, the heavier, for me, the heavier sets. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that I, I do like, I've done that too. So I've done that too. And then I've also done um, where I pick an exercise and then I warm up with that specific exercise and then I bump up the weight. So I do like two lighter weight warm up sets and then I bump up the weight and that's my, my working set. So I'll always mm -hmm. do like six sets of each exercise, but two of them are like pretty, they're quicker. They're, um, just to get some blood flow to make sure that, you know, I like the form that I have. Um, all that good stuff. And then it's just a lighter weight, you know, quicker set. So it's not like I'm really like focusing. I'm just kind of like getting some movement in, getting some blood flow in, um, you know, pumping out some reps and then with a lighter weight. And then um, I'll do that same exact exercise, um, um, but just add like more weight for my working set. And then that's whenever I'm like, okay, so this is I, my brain. I tell my brain, okay, this is my working set. I'm going to up the weight keep form good. Um, that's whenever I use the mind muscle connection, um, a lot more specifically, because I do feel like whenever you use that mind muscle connection on your working sets, like you're, you, like, it's kind of like a, a switch on and off for me. Like my warm up sets are just like, all right, this is my warm up sets, blood flow, whatever. And then mm -hmm. whenever I get into that working set, I'm like, all right, switch on. This is my working set, uh, focus, like, um, engage the muscle. Whenever you're using mind muscle connection, you always want to focus on what you're engaging. So whenever you're doing your mind muscle connection and, you know, say you're going to do lateral raises, for example, because I feel like this is one that's very, very easy for you to use as other muscle groups, like such as your traps, stuff like that, um, to get the weight up. So I always like to start extremely low, like two to five pounds um, of dumbbells or even plates. Like sometimes I'll just go grab, 
you know, a two and a half plate or a, um, a five pound little plate. And I will do just, you know, some, some warm up sets to where like, I know for a fact that weight isn't going to overpower any other muscle group. Like I'm able to get that weight up, um, you know, sufficiently not worried about engaging any other muscle groups, but, but my delts. Mm -hmm. So, and I had such a hard time doing this whenever I first started learning how to train because I didn't know what my muscle connection was. I had no clue. I was just like, well, this is the movement. Like you just lift the weight up. So if if I'm, yeah, like if I'm doing a lateral raise, I'm literally just going to lift the weight up, but I wasn't thinking about how I was lifting the weight up. So if I'm lifting the weight up with my traps, sure, it looks like I'm just lifting the weight up, but what muscle group are you actually engaging when you're doing that? Mm -hmm. So taking a step back and kind of like putting your focus on what muscle group you want to engage is going to be the most efficient way to be able to engage that muscle group. So for instance, a lot of people have a hard time engaging their glutes because they're so focused on um, you know, just trying to (laughs) make sure they don't hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're putting this weight on and say, it's a squat, for example, you have this weight on your back. Um, and most of the time you're going to lean forward. Most people don't know, like, okay, keep chest up, pick a spot on the wall where you can look. And this is how Curtis really taught me how to do a proper squat. Um, pick a spot on the wall and keep your eyes on that spot the entire time. Like don't move your head up and down um, whenever you're, you know, dipping low and coming back up. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure that you keep your head straight. Look at, look at the spot on the wall. Don't move from that. And then whenever you're dipping low, um, whether you push off your toes or whether you push off your heels or, um, you know, thinking about where you want to engage, like every time I push off my heels, I know that I'm engaging my glutes and I can feel that. Um, but if you're not paying attention to that and all you're focusing on is like not falling over, making sure that your back isn't hurting, making sure like if your focus is somewhere else, then that just means that you're not properly engaging what you're supposed to be engaging. So who knows what you're engaging really? Like you could be working way more of your lower back and like, then you're wondering why your lower back is hurting. And it's because when you're pushing up the weight, you're not pushing through your heels. You're not pushing through your glutes. You're pushing through your back to get that weight up. So just taking a step back and really like, if that means the lowest weight possible, if you want to put the squat bar on and put two tens on, start there. Like who cares about the weight? Like just put some, put some tins on there, you know, be able to go, go low enough. Like I see a lot of people, they're not even going low enough to really like engage their glutes anyways. So make sure you're dipping low enough. And then also like whenever you push back up, uh, push through your heels, push through your glutes and think about engaging the glutes. A lot of people feel like they have to come up and engage and thrust their hip forward and engage their glutes by squeezing forward and that is not that's so bad it's so bad for your spine like horrible Mm -hmm. and then people want to know why they have back problems well it's because you're thrusting your hips forward with (laughs) all this weight literally pressing down on your spine so if you watch any of my glute videos or anything i hardly ever 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 squeeze at the top if i do squeeze at the top my my um my spine is still neutral. It's it's still going to be straight. You're not going to see, if anything, it will be rounded more forward because you want to engage the glutes. And that's really how you engage glutes. If you're doing like, um, like, uh, uh, hyperextension. 
yeah, yeah. a reverse hyper or hyper extension something like that if you round the if you're like rounding your about your spine and um really focusing on squeezing the glutes you're gonna squeeze the glutes you're not gonna like thrust your hip forward and, and use your lower back right. so there's like little bitty things that you can um like little cues that you can like tell yourself like oh like if your lower back's hurting it's because you're you're using too much of your lower back and you're not engaging your glutes so um i just and what has taught me that is really just like like watching trying different things whenever i'm doing things so like trying different um movements like i did a squat and i would come up and i would squeeze my glutes at the top and i was like man like this isn't really like I don't feel as good when I'm doing this versus when I keep the tension on the glutes and I do not squeeze at the top. Like if I just mm -hmm. come up and then I go straight back down without squeezing at the top, I notice that I get such a better pump and such a better like engagement in the glute. Um, and I get asked all the time, like, why don't you squeeze at the top? Why don't you squeeze at the top? And it's like, well, the only time I feel like you should be squeezing um, is if you're like in a hip thrust movement, I think that you should be really squeezing at the top and holding that at the top. Um, squats, I really don't, you don't, it's not necessary. Like it's much more beneficial to engage by keeping tension on the glutes than it is to uh, squeeze at the top and thrust your hip forward. You don't want to do that. And I see it all the time. I mean, people that have like a huge following on Instagram that are giving all these tips and tricks on Instagram about how to, how to, you know, engage glutes. And I see them thrusting forward and squeezing at the top. I literally want to scream. <laughs> yeah. But, but even during, during squats, the, the, the glutes are damaged uh, like on the bottom, you know? So like squeezing, having the, the weight where it is squeezing at the top, like when you finish um, a squat is just not, like not worth it in my opinion and i think that that comes from a lack of knowledge to be honest because like nowadays we have information all over the place and you, we know how to do stuff if we if we really want to learn so you just have to google things you have to follow people who really have good advice and who write books and who have science behind it and you know in my opinion, and what I normally do is if I receive a, normally I do my, my workout routines, but I try to know and do my research regarding the activation during that specific exercise, like, um, you know, pull downs or something like that. Okay, first you put your, your traps down and then your lats, uh, like you retract your, your lats, if I'm making any sense, like that's the this is the first time that i'm trying to to explain it in in english so uh first your traps go down and just then you use your traps your your lats and just then the hands and then like and then go back you go back um, yeah because you can engage uh, your lats without even pulling down your, with your elbows like you can you can literally have your arms straight up and pull down on your lats without even moving your elbows. So that's how you know if you're really engaging. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So you can do that without even, and that's kind of just like the activation of the lat. So you can just do that, you know, as a warm up, just to engage the lat without even actually doing the full motion of pulling the the lat bar down. Mm -hmm. so, exactly. And that's that's how Curtis also taught me how to engage my lats before and straps or any type of um like grip to where you're able to 
that's not a lot of people feel like straps and stuff is either for um is or, for um, like well they feel like they feel like it's either for like wrist um uh security like to, <laughs> and it's not it's oh, really more, yeah a lot of people asking if i wear straps to help like with if, if i have like weak wrist or something like that or or if it helps me to be able to um really like pull pull more weight down and not and like it basically people think that it acts like a support system or whatever and I, I guess in a way it kind of does but that's not the reason that I use it um I think straps and stuff are really really great because you're able to grip less on the actual um on the actual like bar or movement or whatever wow. that you're doing um you're able to to worry less about holding on to the bar and worry more about the engagement that you're trying to use um, with whatever muscle group you're you're trying to use. So lats, for example, is a perfect is is a perfect example for this because I I like even if I'm not even using a lot of weight, I don't want to have to hold on to the bar and use more of my biceps. I want to be able to use way more of my traps. A lot of people use way more of their arms and their biceps to pull the weight down. So if you want to be able to know that you are for sure only using your lats, straps are great for that because you can literally just wrap the wrap it around. You don't have to squeeze onto that bar tight because you know that the straps are doing that for you. And then you're able to really just engage and then pull those um, pull those lats in and like use the lats as you know more sufficiently than you would be able to use like it's not going to overpower the um or it will overpower the biceps which is what you want you don't want the biceps to overpower so that's why i always yeah. use straps because it's able to like i'm really able to focus on the muscle that i'm working versus like holding on to the weight mm -hmm. yeah exactly i love hearing this stuff from you guys because it's like there's so many people out there like as a as someone who for years was a you know general fitness personal trainer like, I love the fact that, you know, a lot of the incorporations that you guys have done are things that I've done myself with my general fitness clients. Like one of the things that B mentioned from the beginning, like being in quarantine helped her with happening, having to use the straps. I mean, the, the bands and things like that, because that's honestly been that was a key focus for me, especially if I had somebody walk through the door that had never been never worked out in a gym before in their life. My first month with them would literally be nothing but banded workouts because I would teach them how to engage their muscles. And then once mm, I yes. knew that they could feel it and they knew what it meant to engage them, you know, I mean, once, once he, once they knew, I knew that they knew what it felt like to actually engage those muscle groups, then I would start to incorporate weight. And I think a lot of people, you know, nowadays, especially in like the general fitness arena, don't, they, they don't understand the concept of the mind muscle connection. And they just bring in like new clients, you know, especially at gyms like Planet Fitness and things like this, you get these personal trainers that just throw people on machines or, you know, hand them a dumbbell and say, okay, do 10, uh, five times. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That happens in my gym actually. Right. There's just, there's no real science behind it. Like they don't. And yeah. that was one of the things, you know, have, having been a competitive power lifter, like I learned a lot of about resistance and tension and training by using, you know, bands, because especially in training as a power lifter, a lot of times you use reverse band setups where, you know, the band's actually taking away some of the weight, but at a certain point of the movement, you still feel the ex excessive load. And, you know, it's just it's so many different, you know, scenarios and, and options that you can use that I just love hearing you guys talk about it because 
it's important. And I think a lot of people, I, I honestly do believe that there are people, there are still people on the IFBB pro stage that have not quite perfected their, the whole idea of my, of their mind muscle connection, because you can tell whenever you see a competitor, it takes time to, right. Yeah. You see a competitor that's 95% complete. Let's say they're missing one thing like the glutes or their lats or, you know, who knows, you know, potentially, um, um, yeah, probably it's that. Yeah, you know, things like that. One of the problems, I would say. Right. And you see these people that are there, and you just look at their physique, and it's phenomenal, but it's incomplete. They're just missing those little tiny puzzle pieces that fit it all together that would really make them like a top-tier bodybuilder. And they, and I always look at those things and go, mind-muscle connection. It's the first thing I think. Yes. <laughs> Don't train. And using bands, like, bands are so good. Like, even if you are, um, I don't know, doing one exercise and you want to to – add more intensity or this or that like imagine that you are uh, trying to burn more calories or you are trying to find another stimulus or this or that you can just like incorporate the bends like as a second exercise and use it as the same movement as what you were doing with the weight and the feeling will be totally the the different a different one the stimulus will be a super different one as well and the pain after all will be different as well because it works differently on the muscle right and it the works tension so the constant tension and it it forces you since it's such a lightweight it forces you to be able to really hone in on like what muscle group you're engaging like it really does it like forces exactly. you to do that because you're not focusing on how much weight you're using because it's so light so it's like you're that's the only thing that you're able to focus on which is really good you want to know how i grew my rear delts the most literally bands like I just used that I just did flies like reverse flies with bands mm -hmm. I would just pull them apart and pull them apart and pull them apart so that's and I, I would do that every time I trained shoulders and delts I would always warm up I would probably do 20 sets literally of just warm up of just the the reverse fly bands and my delts were like I mean my rear delts were insane after like I don't even know like six months of doing that and the pump is awesome. Uh. Oh, it's <laughs> so awesome. And it burns. It burns yeah, especially really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. That's probably one of my favorite movements um, ever. And I still do it. I mean, reverse fly with band. Even doing, you could do a superset of reverse flies, um, you know, on the machine and then do bands in between. So exactly. I like doing stuff like that because I just think that it gives you such a good, not only pump, but it just gives you, it gives you that mind muscle connection to even be able to engage once you do get on the machine too. So right. you're like going back and forth of using that, the band and then getting on the machine and then being like, you know, exactly what muscle you're engaging at that point. So. Yeah. And other capabilities because you don't focus so much on the concentric face, but on the, um, the eccentric one. Yeah. So if you, if you train alone, like I always train alone uh, and by myself, I, I can't, focus only on the on the eccentric because I, I just can't imagine me I, I don't know doing uh, leg curls and trying to focus on the um, uh, on the eccentric you know right. like yeah. I, I don't have anyone there pushing the weight or here or there uh, depending on the exercise of course um, but it makes you like focus on the other part of the exercise because the concentric phase is not the only one right right very cool right <laughs> oh you're good i mean it's so awesome like i said just to hear like you guys breaking it down like that because 
I'm sure there's some, you know, ladies and probably some gentlemen listening to the show right now going, damn, girl, you dropping knowledge on me. <laughs> Boom. So that is a damn good thing. Well, I think we've uh, damn covered that nice and strong. So why don't we get into uh, talking a little bit about recovery? Now, you guys, obviously, you know, Ashlyn opened up the, the show talking about a two-hour massage, which sounds amazing. But mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you guys do, like, for instance, like someone like yourself, Ash, who has been back to back to back, like done like five shows in the last like, you know, three months. Like wh- what, what do you do for recovery? What's your focus? Like, what do you, what do you think about when it comes to, you know, muscle recovery? And I'm not talking about supplementation. I'm thinking about it more from a physical perspective. Cause I know you talked about, you don't like to do the, the, um, the massages be, you know, when you're too close to competition because it does cause inflammation and whatnot, but what other means or aspects, if any, do you guys utilize for, um, for external, you know, physical recovery? And when I say external, I mean, just not food and supplements, but as in like massage cryotherapy, like things like that, what do you guys like and what do you use? Yeah. Well, I'm so, I mean, I'm like, so lazy. Regarding oh, go that. ahead. Go ahead. Go. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I was just, <laughs> I was just going to say that I'm super lazy regarding that. <laughs> it's actually one. It, I'm pretty lazy about it too, because it's, <laughs> it's definitely something that's like extra effort that you're having to put into it. Exactly. So it's like and oh, you forget it's about it thing. all the time. Yeah, it's just like another thing, you know. And obviously, it's it's great to do it, and after you do it, you feel so glad that you did. Um, my coach Jamie actually like forces me and all the other athletes too um yoga is like huge that we've been like incorporating just because it kind of forces you to um you know come down to like a relaxing mental state you know you're you get to kind of get away from all the the hustle and bustle of like the cardio and like you know um gotta get all my water in gotta get all my posing in gotta you know gotta get all my workouts in like it goes from that extreme to kind of like all right now come back down you know, relax, get into a relaxing state, um, you know, focus on just relaxing, which is extremely hard whenever you're in prep, because it's just like, go, 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 go all the time. So like trying to like, get away from that, and then coming down to forcing yourself to get, you know, into a little bit more of a relaxing state is, is very necessary. It's hard to have that switch on and off. But once you get into a routine where, you're, you're doing that, you know, a couple times a week. She, she has me doing it, you know, three times a week, which is not bad. I mean, you could do, you could go to a class and attend it. She gives us little workout videos um, or yoga videos that we can watch and just do it at her house, um, you know, stuff like that. So it's been a huge benefit because um, obviously if you're incorporating yoga, it's going to help with your posing. So the more flexible you are, you know, overall, which working out makes you stiff. So the more you work out, the more muscle you have, the more stiff you're going to be. Um, so incorporating like stuff like yoga, massages, um, foam rolling, like all of those things, it doesn't have to take up a ton of your day. Um, but if you can incorporate that stuff and, and dedicate 30 to 40 minutes, um, you know, a few times a week to doing massage, um, or, you know, um, you know, massage, you don't, or you're not going to do that a couple times a week, but massage, like, you know, once, once a month or something like that, or maybe every other week, if you, if your schedule allows it, whatever, but I only do mine once a month. So I'll see, I'll see my girl once a month. It's a two hour massage. Obviously, if I feel like I truly need, um, then I'll go see her again, but I 
I do think that, you know, doing it once a month for like, you know, a two hour session is, is great. Um, and then obviously the yoga you can do a couple times a week and that's really beneficial. And then I also have the yoga wheel, which really helps me stretch out my back, which I just recently got that. Um, because I heard amazing things about it and it's just like a big yoga wheel, a a big, a big wheel. And you just like put your back on it and you can stretch out your back and basically you just lay on it and it just stretches everything out for you. So, um, after my cardio or after my training session, that's whenever I'll do that. Um, and it really helps me just like, you know, get, if I'm tight in my back or anything like that, it helps me release all of that. And then the yoga obviously helps me get release all of that too and helps me just like get more stretched out and then um the baths and stuff like that like hot baths um are really really good to just kind of like make sure you can because I'll do hot baths and then I'll stretch afterwards so I think that it's really good to like do a hot bath make sure that your muscles and everything are a lot more like soft so that way everything can like stretch out a little bit easier and it's not going to be so you know hard to do. Um, I used to be extremely flexible because I was in, um, gymnastics and cheer and stuff, but not anymore. When you take a bath or do you not use anything like that? Yeah, I do. Um, I usually just use the basic, the, I think it's Dr. Teal's. Yeah. 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 Mine's, but mine's gotta be, mine's gotta smell good, man. You can't, you can't buy me none of that. (laughs) It's gotta be be smelling good. It's gotta be like the citrus chamomile one or something like that. I can't, I can't be, I can't be bathing in no, you know, just rock salt. Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, heck no. Your gift will be a bath bomb. Right? (laughs) I got back of them. There you go. Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) So yeah, I do think just having, you know, taking some time, it doesn't have to be daily. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, I got to stretch and I got to do yoga and I got to take baths. And like, I can't fit all that stuff in. Like, I totally get that. And honestly, you're never going to have a, a, every single day where you're going to be able to incorporate all those things. So my suggestion is just to pick a few days out of the week, schedule one massage a month, um, you know, foam rolling. If you can dedicate five to 10 minutes max after you get done training to like, especially bigger muscle groups, like your legs um glutes and then obviously like you know if you can stretch out and get some of that upper body um some of that tension release too that's great but if you can just dedicate you know five to ten minutes of just like foam rolling and getting some of those knots out it's really going to be beneficial and then you know if you want to do yoga two to three times a week um you know 30 minute sessions is plenty and then Mm -hmm. obviously if you want to incorporate some baths and like stretching after your baths it doesn't have to be anything crazy long or anything but if you're doing this weekly then you'll see results if you're just doing it randomly like once every two weeks or something like you're not going to see results from that so and i'm assuming since you're in arizona and it's like 197 degrees there that your yoga is always hot yoga (laughs) yep in in the garage too it's awesome so i can just be in the garage after my cardio i'm all sweaty i'm like warmed up already because i've been doing cardio so i'll stretch out my back on the yoga wheel and then i'll just you know do some do some yoga do some stretching do my vacuums so i usually do my cardio and then do all that stuff and then um you know i'll incorporate my massage whenever i can fit it in during the month mm-hmm. and then i will um fit in some baths here and there whenever i have a night where i can you know just make sure i have nothing oh, yeah. going on where i can take a bath yeah that's perfect now b 
Is there? B is lazy regarding this. <laughs> B is like no, I'm, I'm really bad. I walk the dog and I drink some. Uh, I drink some peppermint liquor. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the anti-inflammatory. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm saying that I'm really bad uh, regarding this because I I go I try to go like every four or five weeks to to the girl who does my massages as well uh, but normally like if she has any excuse like okay I can't do it um, when you want you know I'm like yeah okay never mind uh, like, <laughs> for the next month don't worry you know so I'm that kind of person that only contacts her when I'm really bad like when I right. have really bad knots um, in my back, especially my traps and the middle of my back, I, I find it really hard to, to be relaxed at 100%. Right. Uh, but anyways, I book my massages when I feel that I really need it. Uh, so uh, at the beginning of this week, I started feeling my traps way too much. And especially during my workouts and my shoulder work workouts um, specifically, I am feeling way too much my traps, so something is going on here. Like nothing major, of course, but some knots that are are um, making it difficult to to work properly. Uh, right. So yeah, I booked a massage uh, for Friday. So okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. And is that your uh, first then, one? In how long? What? That's your first one, and how long? When was the last one you had? Uh, no, the last one actually. I went there uh, probably like two weeks ago just oh, okay. to to have a, like a normal massage, a normal yeah. one, like not the sports like, one. Massage. Yeah, yeah, like just for the legs and for the water retention, you know, like th yeah. things like that. Uh, because I was trying like the the new services that that she has now, uh, but I went there to ha to have a real massage. I don't know, like probably four or five weeks ago. Cool. So, okay. yeah, following the idea <laughs> that I said before. Um, but besides that, I try to stretch. Nowadays, I've been stretching every day just because I'm at home. And I sometimes when I don't have uh, much to do and I don't want to be on the couch all the time, right. um, I just go uh, um, to, the, to the meet. No, to the meet and, uh, and I stretch a bit. Okay, cool. uh, and regarding the massage guns, I have one as well. And honestly, it's a good tool to have. Okay, if you if your money or if you're you're concerned about other stuff and you want to to save your money to other stuff that you think that it's more important, uh, I would recommend not to to buy a, a massage gun because it's not like essential essential at all. Right. Um, but I have one and I normally ask my mom to use it on me like three to four times a week. Uh, normally I forget about them as well. Uh, but, uh, or when I feel that I, I'm really, really beaten up from the workout. Um, and I feel that it really helps me. And, uh, and sometimes it makes um, the knots a little bit softer, I would say. Uh, it's not the same as having someone really going deep on deep those knots, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah, but but it definitely helps, and and it's a good thing just to release, you know, the legs, especially especially the hamstrings. If you are, you know, watching a YouTube video uh, or this or that, and you have like your hands free, mm -hmm. like just using the massage, and uh, it's not a big deal, and then you feel really relaxed. So I really like it, and especially when I when I have some type of pain in my shoulders because normally I do like if I 
especially now that I'm uh, at the end of the prep and uh, my joints are not like the best ones and this and that and um, I'm a, a little bit weak. Um, I find that the massage gun uh, on those on the, that matter, you know, in that matter, uh, I think it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I try I to try one of those the massage mm-hmm. gun. I, so I want there. I, I like it. I have one, and my my wife works at uh, my wife works at Burlington, so I got one with two batteries, a charger, and four heads. It has the little pitchfork, the ball, the pointy one, and the flat one, and I paid like thirty bucks for it. Oh my gosh! I have to get one. Yeah. I really want. Yep. Yeah, and you have normally, some expensive I mean, ones. Like the original one is like I don't know, like five hundred. I don't know. Yeah. But now you you find it everywhere. Yep. And the one I have works. I mean, just as good as some of the other ones. And like even I looked at it, the original price is like one hundred and fifty bucks online. But she's it's a discount store, so they get it for cheaper. Plus she got a disc. She gets a discount on top of it. So I was like, why not? When she sent me the picture of it, I was like, buy it, buy it right now, buy it. <laughs> Honestly, it does the work. Like, I think that there's not much difference uh, between, you know, the, the original one won't be like a miracle one. Right. Probably. Exactly. At the end so, of the yeah. day, I think, I think it's great for like spot, you know, like if you have a knot, a specific knot in a muscle or that you can get to, or like you said, loosening up like a tight section or something. I think mm-hmm. it's perfect for that. Obviously it's not, you know, it's never going to be the same as a, uh, as a you know full body massage from a masseuse but what about like what about things like cupping graston cryotherapy have you guys have either of you tried any of that stuff yeah i did what do you think normally i i can't do it because normally i'm i'm competing all the time so i don't want to to have those bruises in my body you know or i can't really have it right uh, but i've done cupping probably like twice or three times in my life Mm-hmm. and um it's great i think uh, and the rest of it i think it's great that, like the more i think that the more painful the the massage is the more effective it will be you know it is um wow. <laughs> no honestly i think i think that um it works better if it's painful you know yeah yeah because they're getting out all that that crud that's in there all the knots and everything yeah if you have knots it's like it's pretty painful i mean that's that's what i it's like half relaxing half super painful whenever i go see my girl but i know that it's all worth it and i know she's getting you know all those kinks and knots out and stuff and it's it's definitely worth it but i've never done the cryotherapy before which i've i've wanted to try it i've never done that and um, i used to work at a chiropractic office and we had um massage therapist there so they would always work on me during um like our lunch hour because our lunch hour is always like two hours long so they would always like work on me and stuff especially if they were practicing something new or they were trying to learn something new they would need somebody to practice on so they knew that I worked out all the time and like I always had muscles so they like liked working on me because it was it's fun to be able to like pick things like um like knots and stuff and try to get them out and there's a lot of times like if it's just like a normal person, it doesn't really work out or anything. They're just coming in just to like, say they have like a problem area or something is like sore or whatever, just cause like they had an injury. It's a lot different than whenever you you're tight or sore from like, you know, just your muscles being all jacked up. So yeah. they really enjoyed working on me. So I would always, I would always be their little Guinea pig and they would work on me. And um, so I did do the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I did do the Graston, which was cool. It's I mean, it kind of sucks. I think that's the Oh, most, it's intense. 
yeah, yeah that's the hardest issue yeah yeah that one's that one's hard um i couldn't really bear standing it for that long and especially yeah. in certain tender areas yep. um i know how beneficial it is but it's just it was too much for me yeah. um and then the um i i've done like the the dry needling and i've done the uh what was the other one the cupping mm -hmm. So I've done all that. I love cupping. I think it's awesome, but it does leave bruises and stuff. So I really don't do it that I have much. My, I actually have my yeah, own. That's yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Yep. I have a whole set of like, like 25 different sizes, the skinny ones, the long ones, the big ones. Like I've, I've done both like regular cupping and wet cupping where, you know, the wet cupping is like the, essentially it's like you, you needle yourself and then you put the cups over it and it supposedly like takes out toxic, stuff from the blood and you literally get like these like lumps of like coagulated blood that will come out from inside the cup i know yeah i've totally seen it on Bruno martinez instagram yes yeah. it's gross looking but I mean, yeah it is and actually i felt probably after i the last time i did it i felt more i how can i even explain it it's so weird i felt clean if that made any sense it makes yeah sense. like i felt purified yeah, kind of yeah like I felt like purified like it was weird and it's like I love cryotherapy like I've done it a couple times but the thing with cryo is just like anything else like but cryo is even even more so you have to do it like three times a week for it to be any beneficial you can't just go to somewhere and get cryo treatment like once every six months like you it has to be a consistent thing it's like going to the car right. you have to go often in order for it to actually make a difference because you know, I mean, it just does. It, it's one of those things. It just doesn't make sense. It's like putting ice on a on a on a swollen, you know, um, li, uh, um, muscle or something. You don't just put ice on it once and walk away. You put ice on it for twenty minutes every couple hours. You know, until it gets better. Well, cryotherapy is essentially the same thing. Like if you're going to do it, you have to do it often in order for it to actually have any benefit. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, exactly. I feel I'm surprised to be honest that not that neither one of you like obviously you guys do you know uh, physical therapy I mean not physical therapy you know but um, physical recovery stuff and things like that but I'm surprised at how you both seem kind of nonchalant about it and the reason why I say that is not a bad thing but is that on the flip side of that I've like I've had I've had I've talked to competitors before in previous interviews in the past that it's like they live for it. You know what I mean? It's like every week, oh, they have a massage, no. every week they have this, every week they have that, you know, like so much. So, and they, and they, they make it seem like it's so, such an important pivotal part of their success. And I like, now I almost am like, you're full of shit, you know, because if we got two of the top <laughs> bikini competitors in the world that are like, yeah, I get a massage like once every seven and a half years. <laughs> in my case exactly right but you i know, just have two like, in my life <laughs> <laughs> but i find it funny that like you know <laughs> you, you seem it seems to me like with you guys you you do it more when you feel like your body needs it not it's not like a thing where you just go spend money and get a massage to say you're getting a massage like you yes. guys you know it's 20 20 20 euros right so yeah imagine like twice a week yeah well, there's people, there's broke ass bodybuilders that do this shit. And I don't understand how they do it. Like that, that cracks me up. Like I've watched like, you know, a series of videos of people like their lives being followed. And it's like every week I get a massage on Monday and Thursday and Saturday. And then I go do this and then I get dry cupping and then I get needled and then I get, 
whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? And I'm like, how the hell do these people afford this crap? I'm like, because on top of eating like a bodybuilder and not having another job, but how, like, I mean, you know, it's crazy. And, but there's a lot of them that really like live like that. Like that's their thing is that they feel like they have to have these multiple different recovery sessions every week. So to hear from the horse's mouth, so essentially from you ladies directly that, you know, that's not the case. Like we just, we said, like I said, you both sound like you just get it done when you know you, when your body needs it. It's all about, well, I think that as long. Mm-hmm. I was oh, just saying sorry, it's all about listening to your body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And I agree completely. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not poking at anybody in particular, but I've, you know, but I've been down that road with people where they can't pay their rent, but they're going out and getting three massages a week because hashtag bodybuilder. it's it's to it's not to be stressed because of the rent you know right that's what i'm saying exactly (laughs) anyway so i think that is plenty and these uh ladies got some great information thank you guys so much because when you guys get rolling and just get talking about what is your awesomeness i appreciate it and i know our listeners do too so well thank you you're welcome we'll see you next week love it Yay. All right. See you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.